sends a letter to Steve Robertson imploring immediate help. Haley, government man in charge of the Quackenbush murder case, makes the astounding statement that the address given in Whitcomb's letter is only a short distance from the wharf where the Golden Star is tied up. It is now late in the afternoon of the same day. Jimmy Allen and Steve are in their room in a modest hotel close to the address in Whitcomb's letter. Listen. Boy, if you don't look like an old sea dog, I'll drink a barrel of salt water. <laughs> ah, you look like quite a sailor yourself, Jim. Hey, that was a swell idea of yours, going into that waterfront store and buying all these clothes. Well, I thought it was a lot safer, kid. This way, there's a chance of our hanging around without being recognized. I don't think your own mother would recognize you, Steve. Your beard sure grows a lot in 24 hours. Oh, there it does. Let me go this way for a couple of weeks, I'd look like the old man of the mountains. See, these pants of mine don't fit very good. <laughs> That's well. If they did, people around here think it was funny. Yeah, it's a good thing that you and I make our living flying suit. How's that, Steve? Well, our faces are so tanned that we could just as well have been at sea for a couple of years. Yeah, yeah, that's a break in our favor. Well, let's see now. Are you all ready? I am. How about you? Well, what do you think? Uh, look all right? <laughs> I think you look swell. That, that bandana you got around your neck is as good as you thought. <laughs> you want any parking yourself, young fella. Come on, let's go. Hey, uh, what's this business about sea legs? Aren't sailors supposed to roll around when they walk? <laughs> yeah, something like that. Now, let's not try to spread it on toothache. Might not look genuine. The only thing is, don't walk too fast. I never saw a sailor in a hurry. Now, here's the street. Which way do we go? To the left street. Okay. Boy, this is sure a lot different than the Kansas City Airport. <laughs> you bet it is. Look down there. See all those men funnels? Yeah, great sight, too. Look at all those boxes and bales on that board. And all the men putting cargo on board there. You know, Something I think if I hadn't taken up flying, it would have been mine, too. Think of all the different countries, and the interesting things you see. And plenty of excitement, too. The sea gives us thrilling moments, just the same as the air does. And another thing, too. We think we have a lot of responsibility when we're chief pilot of an airliner carrying 14 passengers and two or three. What about being the captain of a transatlantic steamer when the passengers and crew are up to around four or five thousand? Yeah. No, I don't know what they get, but they sure deserve a lot. Now, well, here's the thing we're looking for. Come on, we'll turn up to the left. What are we going to do? We're going to be a couple of sailors. We'll be our friend Andrew Whitcomb. And if we find him, we'll put him in a suit as soon as we're alone. Yeah, that sounds okay. At least we won't be taking any chances. Well, that's it. We mustn't forget that the Golden Star isn't very far away. And the black teeth and that captain will be hanging around. Say nothing of taking off. I have a thief here, and he sort of made us in a hurry. Let's go slow. Hey, that's the number on the opposite side of the street? Yeah. 
Yeah, he's all right. Let's stand here for a second. Sort of look things over. That's the title of the door. A sailor's hole. No, that's not surprising. There's lots of places like that near the waterfront. Well, what do you say? Are we going over? Yeah, I don't see any issue turn. Oh, it's all right, pal. Must have a lot of room. Yeah, you're right. Come on, up these steps. Well, if you're such a good friend of Whitcomb, 
Well, why didn't he tell you where he was going? Yeah. I think he must have known black people would come and look at him. He says, Sam, he says, if I don't tell you where I'm going, you won't be able to tell anyone else. Oh, yes, yes, I see. Didn't he say anything else? Is he coming back? He didn't say nothing about that. But how did you know about Jimmy Allen and myself? Well, he, he told me about you, and he told me you might be uh, coming looking for him. He says, too, when it was safe, he'd let me know where he was. Well, that's something anyway. Now, listen, Mr. Decker. Now, don't you have any idea where Whitcomb went? I ain't got no idea at all. He might be here in New York somewhere. Then again, he might be on his way to China. Well, the thing that comes to me is how he knew Black Sheep was going to come looking for him. I don't know about that. He comes in all about two o'clock, but he's looking whiter than a new sailor. He packs his bag and tells me what I think he told me. Then he leaves by the back way. By the back way? Yeah. The back door leads out into an alley. He wasn't going to take any chances of meeting Black Pete coming in the front door. Maybe Whitcomb found out about the golden star putting in here. Oh, that would have been easy. He was always loafing around down at the waterfront. Either that or he saw Black Pete before Black Pete saw him. Well, let's be on our way. We know where to go next. Oh, listen, boy. Listen, don't believe him here. I'm scared of this Black Pete, I tell you. I'm scared of him. He's going to come back and kill him. If he comes back and makes any trouble, you call the police. Uh-huh. The police won't do any good if Black Pete kills me before they get here. Now, 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 take it easy, take it easy. Now, look here. I'll figure what we'll do, Mr. Baker. <laughs> uh, we may be around here now for several days. I think possibly we will. Now, we'll check out the place we're staying and come on over here and stay with you. Now, Black Pete won't hurt you while we're around. Oh, oh, thank you a lot, Mr. Robertson. And, and tell me now, where might you be going now? Well, I think we'll... Uh, I think we'll go down and pay a little visit to the Golden Star. Oh, you've taken your life in your hands to go down there. The Pope's got an evil name. There's many a man's ship down her that ain't never come back. We're going to go down and have a look at her anyway, Mr. Baker. Yeah. If I was you, I'd wait till it starts getting dark. You're going to have more chance getting by your sailors if people don't see you too well. Yeah, yeah, that's an idea. I think, I think that's pretty good advice. Now, we'll stay here, Jim, until it begins to get dark. It won't be more than half an hour. Now, uh, Mr. Baker, uh, can you tell us anything more? What more do you know about Black Pete? Oh, he's a tough one. He, he killed me in two or three ports that I know of to say nothing of other places I don't know about. I, I should think he'd have been in trouble with the law. Oh, he's been in trouble like he put time. Not only with the law, but he was mixed up with a mutiny once. A mutiny? He's an escaped convict, too. An escaped convict? Yeah, he killed a French, uh, French sailor in the streets of all in Marseille's France. And they sent him to Devil's Island for life. But somehow or other, he got away from there. Oh, oh, I, I tell you, boy. What a reputation Black Pete has. Will he prevent Jimmy and Steve from finding Ezra Whitcomb? Tune in Jimmy Allen's next air adventure for some startling development.
This program has come to you through the facilities of the World Broadcasting System.